This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Welcome back, G-Bag Nation. Segment is brought to you by uh, the on-time experts, proud sponsor of taking the commercial free to the top right here. LA Live's coming up in about 17 minutes. We have a family member edition of Cowboys Twitter here and uh, some venting going on, uh, perhaps. Before we get to the venting, I do want to salute Des Bryant and uh, his friend uh, hit a big parlay. They put it on social. They were breaking up $6.7 million if the Chiefs won. The Chiefs won. And later on, he tweeted that he gets $2.8 million out of the 6.7. And this bleep is crazy. So, ah, man, it's it's fun if you can hit. And uh, you hit big like that. I imagine your memories of sports wagering are going to be a lot more pleasant than mine have been over the years, Brian. Yeah. I was chased out of it. Nah, man, it's it's tough. I mean, that sports – it's – I've sat on parlays before where – you know, it's that one comes down to that one match, that one game, or that one, and you're just like, yeah, man. And then, and when it when it happens, or like you say, you see the, something fall apart, or a missed field goal, or parlays terrify me. Bad because snap. I'm, I mean, I'm nervous with one game. I, I'm yeah. leaking confidence. Like, hey, who's yeah. going to win this team or that team? I don't know. How how, how am I possibly going to pick four or five? Yeah. Do, do you guys prefer losing that first leg and you just get out of the way, or do you like? The no, yeah, I want to see the adrenaline of getting. Yeah. Oh, dang it! I lost on the last one. That's what keeps me coming back. It's like the damn it! I hit four out of the right five. There. The fifth one screwed me. Next time though, I'm getting these five for five. And they they pay so so amazing. Yeah. You know the the way they compound some of these people that do seven and eighteen parlays, and you read about them. You know, making generational oh, yeah. wealth off of one NFL Sunday. It's pretty outstanding. I remember. It's going to sound crazy. It's not like a terrible parent here. Bennett's really good at this thing. Bennett's really good at picking parlays and stuff like that. And he he had one on the EPL where the last leg of it was Man City beats Burley. You know, when I mean one of the Burley, the classic the, matchup, Burnley man. or whatever that the you know, the team that's always fighting to like stand a relegation. Always a dogfight on the pitch. Yeah, but it's like there it's like it, this should be a no brainer. This is gonna this is gonna win. And then all of a sudden City just kind of falls apart and loses it, you know, and I'm like, Yeah, you go through all that. To get to the one that has the best chance of hitting. And then you're Tyler Bass. And then you're Tyler Bass. I mean, I almost lost Niners over Packers this weekend and had another bet payoff. It's 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 crazy. If I, I'm convinced people that can pick parlays or have any level of consistent yeah. success, gambling and of any kind, uh, betting on sports, uh, you gotta spend all your time at it or you're just you're blessed. You know, you yeah. got that lucky streak in you. Okay, I'll leave it to Mike Fisher to do a story on this. <laughs> If there's something juicy that borders on messy, that's that fish. Fish is going to swoop on in there, and so he's got stories of uh, uh, different teammates complaining, and it kind of makes you wonder if any of these guys want to leave, or it's probably just venting after losing. But Micah's brother Terrence Parsons, mad at the Cowboys Nation for criticizing his brother's social media take, saying Micah's critics are clueless, and y'all going to miss him when he's gone. I know people have been talking about the idea of trading Micah Parsons. I, I think it's a ridiculous uh, idea. Unless thanks. you're going to rebuild. Yeah. Thanks. Unless you're going to rebuild, Brian. What the hell are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> but hey, uh, I, you know what? I'm just trying to do good radio, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate you know, it. We, we talked about this like eight weeks ago, and then and then I we got crushed. I got crushed. And now everybody's talking about it like, well, it might be a possibility. 
do some work. Do some work on this. You'll figure it out. Mm, okay. Keep your, keep your eyes open. Well, Terrence blames Dak and the coaches for all of it, saying the quarterback and defensive coordinator Dan Quinn should pack their bags while mm. calling for head coach Mike McCarthy to re- be replaced by Jim Harbaugh or Mike Vrabel. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, some, sometimes sometimes players are, you know, talking to their families and spilling the beans, but a, a lot of times – like players are just like, man, I got a family member. They just, they, you know, they like telling me everything that I should be doing in, in this sport and they need to be quiet because they don't know what the hell they're talking about. So I don't think you should take what the family members are saying as what the player is saying, but it does make you wonder, um, you know, I, I, Micah Parsons probably wouldn't mind being an Eagle. I'll say, I'll uh, say this can't, though. Can't run from that. I'll say what Dak's brother, Tad Prescott, that guy says a lot of things. Okay. He, does. he says a lot of things that you're like going, and I never hear Dak come out and say, please don't do that. Okay, Tad on social, trust me, if I could get Dak to leave Dallas, I would. Yeah. <laughs> I think that shows there, though, like, I, like Dak, Dak doesn't thing. want to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That shows I've been Dak trying. To. Yeah. I'm trying to get him to want to leave, but he doesn't want to leave. Yeah. my, you know, I, or, or I'm protecting my brother here. Yeah, I, I you know I, I'll protect think, my brother think, too, but I disagree what? with a lot of. His I will decisions. say this: I think there's a side of Dak Prescott that doesn't give an f about this place, and I'll say it because of all the crap he's had to take. He's had to take a lot of it, you know. And I think Mike McCarthy's going to get that way too. I think Mike McCarthy's like, oh, okay, I won uh, twelve games three straight years, and I got a coach in the last year of my contract. You're going to make me. You're going to make me coach. You're going to. Yeah, I, th- I think. Yeah, I think Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott feels like he doesn't get appreciated worth a damn here, you know. And if by Tad, some fans, if Tad Prescott, well, you know, it, I mean, I'd I'd be like, dude, I haven't won a playoff game, and they're about to pay me a top of the market money again. Sure. This is we're going to do another great contract. Sure. I feel appreciated financially, appreciated. Well, I just to me, it, this seems like a very much. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Dak Prescott goes home and goes, "You people are a bunch of effers." There is frustration. Effers. Effers. And heifers. Yeah, heifers. Wow, a fog has descended upon downtown Dallas. Look at this. Dude, they're playing soccer over there at the Cotton Bowl. FC Dallas versus Messi. I saw Jesus Ferreira scored first, and they led uh, 1-0 uh, over there. Messi, just like the Super Bowl. Must be miserable. Okay, a it's fun a one. Day. <laughs> a fun one. You have Stefan Diggs uh, going viral on social once again, saying his, his brother keeps asking him to join the Cowboys, and he grew up as a Cowboys fan, and... Yeah, that's that's one that has uh, you know fans speculating on on social media once again about the possibility of bringing Stephon Diggs in. I I just think that is a superstar player at the top of the market, and you don't need wide receiver. Like if you were a wide receiver away, and Stephon Diggs was like, "Hey, I want to come to the Cowboys. I'm doing everything the Cowboys did last year for Odell Beckham Jr. times ten, trying to get him here." But I I don't think if you added Stephon Diggs to this offense the same way that it is now, you're still not winning the championship. You know, I don't think I don't think Dak Prescott would suddenly have a tremendous amount of success in the passing game with Stephon Diggs out there. I'd love to see if they could prove me wrong on that, um, but you know, I'm I'm looking to spend resources on uh, offensive line now. 
You know, maybe mm-hmm. if things don't work out with C.D. Lamb and you move away from C.D. Lamb and you bring in Stephon Diggs, we could do sure. some musical chairs type of stuff and have it work out. Yeah, because I think you're right. I mean, we've seen this team with three loaded receivers back when Michael Gallup was still considered a, a good receiver that you can count on. And then you had Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb and they still didn't advance past the wild card round of the playoffs. So I, it's a fun story. I think it'd be cool to have Stephon and Trayvon here, but I don't think that's pushing you over the top. I think you got other areas that you really need to improve. I'm trying to figure out what what's happened to Stephon Diggs. I mean, the latter half of the year it was not uh, it was not the same version of himself. I mean, he's 30 years old. It's not like he's crazy old, but the the latter half of his season was not number one. I mean, if you if you're trading out C.D. Lamb in a hypothetical situation and bringing in a Stephon Diggs, you are. Uh, I mean, it looks to be like you're downgrading relatively significantly if you're getting this version of Stephon Diggs that the Bills just got for the last, like, 10 games. Really? Well, and Steph- I mean, CD is in his, hitting his prime now. Stephon Diggs might be kind of coming out of this. Is, this years. is just total yards. This is just basic. This is 21 yards the other night, last night, and then 52 yards, 87 yards, 26, 29, 48, 24, 74, 27, 34 I mean, that's what you're talking about for a number one wide receiver. He started this, the the year off fantastic. Like first first few five, six weeks of the season, he was great. And then it was a lot of here's 20, here's 30, here's 40 yards for a game. Joe Brady mess him up as new could o- be. OC? I could be. Perhaps. Yeah. yeah like Joe, Joe Brady wasn't getting him the ball. Like Joe Brady was trying to go to other... They were definitely on the committed running to, game. Yeah, they were yeah. committed to running. Yeah, they got sure. more. They got more scared of the Josh Allen turnover, and maybe that minimized. You know, because he's Stephon Diggs, such like a chunk play, push it, push the ball down the field kind of guy. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'd be, I'd be curious, but I definitely wouldn't want to move on from Lamb to bring in Stephon Diggs at this point. Well, if he's struggling like that, maybe you know the the end is somewhat near, and Stephon Diggs could join you as like that veteran second or third receiver and they could have you know fun family time in 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 Dallas like that I know Stephon Diggs runs incredible routes I'd love to see him you know have an opportunity to get open for Dak whether it's in his prime as a superstar or as a complimentary player I guess it looks like they do have the potential the potential out is after this upcoming season so they still kind of contractually Seems like it would be a situation where they would be forced to keep him unless the team really wanted to trade for him. So they fire their OC, they put new guy in charge, yeah. and Diggs is less of a, right. a, a factor in the offense, right. but they have more team success. Yeah, they don't That's turn the ball one. over more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so maybe they're forced. They're trying to force feed him a little bit early in the season. That's. I'm Could sure. Be. I'm sure they were worried about him, like pouting, and all of a sudden we having a press conference where the coach is saying, "I'm worried about the." I'm worried about my guy, you know, like he's going to go do something crazy. Well, that's what Trayvon's brother, Stefan, is saying. Grew up as a Cowboys fan, and maybe if he does shake loose as a free agent, it'd be a priority. I mean, after C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks will be gone after one year probably, and Michael Gallup is, is probably heading out, out pretty soon uh, too. Um, you know, Jalen Tolbert's not going to be lighting anything up. So I think after this year, you're probably going to be in a situation where you're looking to add to that room for sure, if not already. And then uh, our fourth Cowboys uh, player family member talking. Uh, it's CeeDee Lamb's mom. Hmm. I oh. thought I was getting butt cracked when I saw this. I did too. But it it, it was. You thought you got cracked. butt cracked by CeeDee Lamb's mom? I Well, yes. I thought I got pranked or I was getting punked. Uh, Dak ain't it. And get rid of, of Dak. He, uh, no, get rid of Dak's A. Get rid of Dak's ass. Hmm. Uh, she, um, 
Now, she wants uh, CeeDee Lamb to be traded by the Cowboys down to Houston. So she's down there in Houston saying, trade my son here so I can watch him and he'll play with Houston, and I don't want him with Dak anymore. So maybe it's just Mama wanting her son to come home. Hey, listen, that's a, that's a scout's eye anybody can appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. C.J. Stroud looks pretty good. She, she knows her football, man. She wants, to, she wants to get him with C.J. Stroud and Bobby Slowick. Who's, who here is going to push back on that? Yeah, I'd say Mama knows exactly what she's talking about. We just have to... You know, hope that Dak and CeeDee Lamb can get back on the same page. Hopefully yeah. that wasn't the beginning of something. I don't want CeeDee Lamb going anywhere. He needs to be here with a star in his helmet. I mean, but could you imagine that if the if, if the CeeDee Lamb-Dak relationship started to deteriorate and your thoughts of, hey, Dak's the ultimate leader, all the guys rally for him, if CeeDee would turn on the quarterback like that, I, I think it would be a, a very significant feather in the cap of the Dak haters. Yeah, you know, it's just, like, here's your evidence. The Seattle defense was actually trying to tell us the, the truth about Russell Wilson for about five years. The national media narrative was Russell Wilson is a dream come true. He's a coach's dream. He's got leadership just oozing from him. He's going to run for president someday. Yeah. And the, every season that went on, it became, you know, more and more about Richard Sherman and the defense telling their side of the story, which is that the organization had coddled Russell Wilson and nobody was willing to tell the truth about him. We just saw no, nobody's uh, nobody's apologized for mom yet i haven't seen anything i mean i mean i, mean, I know micah came out and, and made his own comment right. in regards to what his so brother CD, said cd hadn't said anything i haven't about seen anything mom. from cd wow okay no. wow hmm. but we did just see that happen with jalen hurts in philly right all we had heard about jalen hurts was similar to dak the intangibles the leadership and then this year that locker room seems like it combusted aj brown wants him out He's unapproachable, some of the reports we get. So, who knows? It, it can happen. That's a rock and a hard place, though, for old C.D. Lamb. I mean, it's like, hey, my mom, my quarterback. Yeah, I, you would figure that he would maybe come out and said something like, hey, mom, you know, I'm sorry about my, my mom's comments. But that's mom. Yeah. That's a, that's okay. a tough one. To- lot, lot, I did not suggest you move on from Lamb. I, I said, if things don't come together with Lamb, he's heading for a contract. If he yeah. wants to hold out and says, I'm not signing a deal here you? because I don't like playing here for whatever reason. Right, right, then right. at that point, you're like, hey. We don't have a number one wide receiver. Maybe Stephon Diggs makes sense. That was just like if a, it got uh, so toxic to where yeah. you had to move on. Yeah. Yes, I, I get, I get what you're saying. Which so, what you saw in the final game, and at sure. least in the first half, and then the stuff with Ceedee Lamb's mom. All of a sudden, you think maybe, maybe there could be a little bit, uh, a little smoke, bit of friction fire. there. Yeah, yeah. I think some of these people need to get their ears cleaned out, but I love them, you know. So maybe I'll, love you. maybe I'll help them do that. I, I did that <laughs> once when I was 19 or 20, dude. My you get dad, your ears cleaned out. My, my dad was always telling me, "You need to get your ears cleaned oh. out." And I was like, whatever. So I went in for this regular checkup for, I don't know, college or something. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you got a lot of earwax in there. Stay right here. And they brought back that water pick. Yeah. Yes. They they pulled out like a gobstopper of earwax. <sighs> My guy. I could not believe it. Dude, it, it like felt a, so good, though. Yes. It felt just absolutely, it's just relief. I had to yeah. do that. I had like a bad wax buildup growing up. I had to go in usually once a year and get it taken care of. <laughs> the, the the yearly. Uh, you have a problem with wax, The don't wax you? check. On your back or your it's, ear. It's gotten a little bit better. Well, that's like a back wax. That yeah, I won't wax, be doing I'm again. just saying wax in general. Well, I used to always dig in there because I enjoyed it. You know, I was I kind of uh, just push a little further into your ear. I guess that's what I was doing. Yeah, I was jamming yeah, it all in yeah, there. And oh, you went with the finger. I w- yeah, I would go with the finger. I used to do that too because I, I was producing so much yeah. earwax that I could almost like pull it out. Oh, at times. That, it was disgusting, that's like a not booger. Quite, oh wow, not yeah. quite what I was crazy. That's, that's pretty impressive and disgusting. M- maybe if you, if you wanna if you wanna help out the Tolos, maybe instead of the flag for Flagtober this year, we're just handing out Q-tips. <laughs> yes. No, they discourage not to. They don't want yeah, you to. Yeah, you they don't, don't want, want you to jam. That. You want the water pick. You yeah, need a, you, you need a legit like I medical. I cleaned my ears last night. Drops. Okay. The water pick drops. Drops. Yeah, drops work. 
What do you guys feel like the teams brought this weekend, especially the ones that advance that the Cowboys need to get? Is it toughness, running game, and what? Toughness and running game and quarterback knowing where to go with the ball sooner? I think that was a big one. Like, a lot of the offense was on time. The Cowboys made a point out of trying to get better timing, and it it failed against good teams for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean, I I think uh, an easy thing to look at just watching the game is, like, the, the trenches. On both sides of the ball, yeah. Like you, 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 get you're getting up front. Yeah, you get you bullied up front bully any, and bully anyone in your offensive front. Right. So it's yeah, right there. I think at the line of scrimmage, that's where I would like to see this team make the the biggest improvement. Give me an ability to run against stack boxes, Detroit. That's what Detroit does. They, they, they put eight in the box. They still can run. Give me that. Yeah. I need that ability. If you're gonna play eight in the box, okay, fine. I'll run it. I'll be fine. You play it in the box. I'll throw it. I'll be fine. Give me yeah. that ability to do stuff like that. I, I think there's some physicality, but I also think the back is pretty damn good. That Gibbs. Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. Him and Montgomery yeah. are both yeah. really good. Jones, McCaffrey. I mean, yeah. these guys are all making runs where I think Pollard gets hit one yard from the line of scrimmage on either side, and the play's yeah. over. And they're, like, barely squeezing through and then getting their speed up and, and you know, going downfield, and that's a, a huge mean, factor. Did you watch Estime from Notre Dame? I haven't seen him yet. God, these running backs are killing me right now. I'm trying to get through. I I'm, I'm trying a- to knock out the running backs as everyone asks about it, but nah, Estime from Notre Dame is a guy that I got my eye on. He might be the one. Give me the linebackers that can make plays, like two interceptions in a game. Give me that guy. I'll take a. I'll take the stack box runner. And a, and a green law that makes two interceptions when he gets targeted. Mm-hmm. That's who I want.